I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This one's for you tonight. Okay, let's get started. Amy Riley. Oh, I liked that. <laughs> that was nice. That was a similar octave to mine. I went up instead of down. Did we last both... week? I went down. Right, last week. Yeah. Were we? Were, was that similar? <laughs> Not to be confused with an hour ago. <laughs> was that a similar pitch that we both did? I think. Okay, good. So I want to let the. <laughs> <laughs> I want to let the Turtle Time listeners know a little peek behind the curtain. Do you mind? Go ahead. What's happening here today is unprecedented. <laughs> Amy and I are together the same time as we did the last Turtle Time recording. We talked about it a little bit last week. But right now, as we speak, as you listen to this, Amy is gallivanting <laughs> around New York City. Yeah. You're on the... The Big Apple. You're taking a huge bite of the Big Apple. You're going to the peanut stands... You're going to Wall Street. Yeah. You're in the Eiffel, or sorry, the Statue of Liberty <laughs> in the uh, yeah. the torch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So picture Amy doing that because this is recorded a week in advance. We've never done this before. Yeah. So anything we talk about news related is going to be completely old <laughs> news. Old as shit. Like, don't even listen to us if we talk about anything <laughs> contemporary because it's old as hell. Do you think that I should try and go to Zarin Fabrics? Yes. Does Jill still... Oh, it was Bobby Zarin's company. Does Jill still have any affiliation with Zarin Fabrics? I think so. Doesn't she... Didn't she expand it like they make rugs? Yeah. I think she still is attached. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I would really like... I mean, I think there's a huge chance that you see some of the you know Summer House cast members and potentially New York City yeah. cast members. I should go to the Regency. Yes. Casa... Um, Casa... Um. What's the place that they didn't want to go to catch for? Oh, yeah. Catch. And then, uh, what was it? Casa Cipriani yeah, or think, something like that? I think you should try to go there. Yeah. 
And then where else? What are some other New York uh, housewife staples? Sonia's townhouse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could go... Where Where is Bluestone Manor? That's in like Connecticut, right? That's the Berkshires. Berkshires. Okay. You That's couldn't... Massachusetts, I think. Yeah. I don't know what other staples. We, we said them all. Regency, <laughs> Catch. Um, where does... They never go anywhere in Summer House in the city because they don't really spend that Not much really. time There's there. There's like... They've had a few like rooftop things or like... Uh, Sierra had that party, yeah. but I don't know where that was. I like the glimpses of New York. Yeah. I wish they would film them more during the week in New York. I thought yeah. that was kind of fun. Yeah. It used to be more just they'd be wheeling and dealing to prove that yeah. they work hard, play hard. Right. But now we're so integrated into their lives that it's like, you yeah. can just show us. Yes. I, I totally agree. If there was one New York Bravo or a Bravo celebrity that's New York centric that you could only see one while you were walking around New York City, not to put you on the spot, but is there one <laughs> that you'd be the most blown away? I would love to see Kelly Ben Simone jogging in the street. And that's your number one. <laughs> like just in that specific circumstance. Okay. All right. Well, asked and answered. <laughs> Kelly. Okay. But she would have to be jogging in the street. I don't want to just see her so if you at saw lunch her or whatever. Hailing a taxi cab. Not the same. What if you saw her eating a I think it's called Sabret hot dog. Would you like that? Only jogging. Okay. So what if it wasn't jogging related? Um, let's see. I mean, a Luann would be fun. Oh, yeah. Because um, I feel like you could totally talk to her. Yeah. I think she'd be really nice to you. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Sonia at like a department store. Yeah, that'd be so fun too. But, you know, she's always looking for a bargain. Right. Yeah. So you'd probably, you could see her at maybe shopping around. Dorinda at a bar. Oh, yeah. Like getting a martini at the Carlisle. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. I think they still, do they still populate the Regency? I bet Ramona does. Yeah, that's true. That would be fun. Oh, I'm watching, uh, I'm watching Bethany uh, Ever After or whatever. And she loves the Four Seasons. You right. know, she, she gets, gets married. married there. Yeah. yeah. And she like loves it. She like didn't, didn't want to get married anywhere else. I thought else. their wedding was so bland. I know. For like, Bethany, it was, yeah, I know. Yeah, it was It was a weird venue that she like had to have. I was like, yeah. what do you like about this place? It looks like a looked like a boardroom or something. It didn't yeah, have any... It was any... just like a quintessential hotel wedding. Yeah. I, what was the character? I guess she just loved the Four Seasons label or whatever. Right. But the decor and the actual... Wasn't there like a fountain in the middle or something? Yeah, and one performative friend of Jason's jumped in. Oh, no. And kept dancing afterwards. Uh. Oh boy. <laughs> um so yeah, we well speaking of <laughs> I just tried to do the worst transition of all time because I wanted to shoehorn in talking about that um Southern Charm trailer, even though it's a week old at this point. But we didn't talk about it last week. And I just wanted to ask you what you think about the crossover, because you know, we always get the Craig crossover on Summer House. But what do you think about there being um page crossover on southern charm i I like it because so i know Paige now from summer house so like i know what Paige will get mad at i know what she likes i know her personality so even if they try to edit Paige in a way that like she's not fitting in with the group or i don't know she's acting aloof i know Paige. yeah i can can see her on other shows and just fully know that Paige is there and you know i like Paige. so i feel like they she didn't have a lot to do in southern 
charm uh, last season she was basically there to just be like naomi's being very weird around you and naomi was yeah naomi kept having one-on-one conversations and kept having to check in with craig and make sure that things were okay the entire time i I was like i would have been mad at naomi too if i was Paige. yeah um so yeah but i like seeing her i just i like i like that they now southern charm gets like organic cast members from another franchise that are actually in a relationship with craig and i already like page and know her so it's cool to have her yeah we were talking about this before but i wonder if the storyline i mean i assume that the timing's a bit later since the show's not coming out for a while that it won't be a direct overlap of uh what summer house was in terms of their like relationship yeah you know what i mean like yeah i mean but if they're actually going through this and if Paige doesn't want to commit and Craig is on the fast track to like wanting to get married and have a child, I I'll see that for a while, yeah. you know, cause it's like, that's actually what's going on. Yeah. Like, there is something about Craig that Paige wants to like put, push the brakes on. Right. And I've seen Craig's whole life now, you know, the last <laughs> eight years of his life. He's unruly. Yeah. I mean, I, I love like, he's my favorite Southern charm cast member now. Wow. I've, yeah. Like I, I think he's great. Um, I feel like, the entire show tried to bring him down and Craig just persevered <laughs> through everything. So I really like him. But if if their relationship is just sputtering still, I like I want to see it. Yeah. I, I don't care if it's a rehash because I know that it's something that is actually happening. Yeah. And it's like Teresa and Melissa drama. Some people are like, I can't watch this anymore. But I can. It's real. <laughs> they hate each other. Eventually, they, they want to make things better because they're a family and they have kids that are cousins and it's her brother and he's yeah. the only legitimate family. And like, if that's what's going on, I don't I don't care if drama is rehashed if it's real. Because right. ultimately, it's coming from them. And they right. and but you know something's going to change. Do you think that um, Melissa and Teresa, this would be persisting if they weren't still on a show together? They would have, I think, I think that Joe and Teresa need each other in their lives for, for their hearts and souls, for them to be good people. Like they are such a small family and Teresa's already wrote off so much of their extended family or whatever. They lost their parents. They really only have each other. So I do think this Joe and Teresa dynamic would continue. Is the show fostering this discord? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Probably. But I I think the show just enhances what's there, you know, what is actually um, a conflict in their relationship. So I don't know. I I think they would always have these tensions. It's just heightened for the show. And uh, was that your original question? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious of like, I feel like so much of the animosity between Teresa and Melissa is competition based of wanting to be the star of the show. Yeah. And so I feel like if they weren't on anymore, they would be able to just live in reality. It sounds like they had moments of living as a normal family in between seasons and yeah. then it went to total shit. It's kind of like Kyle and LVP. Yeah. Kyle wishes she was the number one star of Beverly Hills and she's been on the longest and she was always in Lisa's shadow and kind of relegated to Lisa's friend. And then it just could never happen for Kyle because she's just so deferential to yeah. people and she's just not like... She doesn't have all the qualities that makes like a perfect, fun, engaging housewife. She's Interesting. Always, you don't think so? We're going to talk about that soon. You, you love Kyle? Maybe. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, I, <laughs> I find Kyle. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so I think that Melissa, if Melissa just 
accepted. I like Melissa now. Yeah. I really, I've, I've come, I used to think Melissa just only, only had drama with Teresa to increase her own standing. Now I think Melissa isn't a hundred percent full a plus. Like I love to watch her entertaining, yeah. but her and Joe's dynamic is great. And yeah. I do like her feuding with Teresa because Teresa makes herself look so bad that she actually makes <laughs> Melissa look like a hero. Yeah. In fights. So <laughs> yeah. I sort of like that aspect of Melissa and I wish that they could both just be secure in their place yeah. on the show. Like Dolores know, it's has been no, so long. Dolores has no qualms about her place on New Jersey. No. She's like, I am your friend. I'll hang out with you. I settle feuds. <laughs> I'm not the star of this show. Yeah. I'm like, you know. We should oh my gosh. So yeah, we um <clears throat> part of our plan for this episode is that we want to talk through who we think are the top ten housewives of all time. Maybe for another time, because we both had a really hard time getting to that number. So we have all these like MVPs on the side that almost made the cut, which I would maybe want to swap out at any given time. Yeah. We should come up with like, like true MVPs of like supporting like goats. Okay. And I feel like Dolores is yes. like that. Yeah. And yes. um, Emily is that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, really really good like they're not the star but of their not franchise. like the front yeah okay yeah i'm thinking like i don't know like would cynthia in atlanta be an example of that like a utility player like yeah. she's always there <laughs> yeah she's fine she doesn't yeah. hamper the drama but yeah. she's not like, the star. you want her in the mix yeah but she's not the star yeah. so do you think so should we not okay so and the reason you said it but the reason why we're doing our top 10 housewives is because this is not a topical episode we yeah. have not watched the episodes for this week we're going to come back in roaring glory yes. once amy's back from new york but now we're just going to do a um what's that called an encapsulated episode just about yeah the our top a 10 bottle housewives, episode. a bottle episode so that you get a sense of amy and i and we've never talked about our top 10s ever no. we talked about our favorite taglines yes but not yeah uh, we should also later do worst housewives oh, ever. I would oh i'd love to can i just tell you one right now sure. that i just have loaded up diana jenkins absolutely everyone agrees i mean bottom hundred she didn't even go to the reunion i, I mean i would i i have not even seen all the franchises like dallas and miami i'm putting her below all of them she's I don't terrible even... andy never even met her i know I isn't know. that crazy she's the biggest flop they've ever had i mean terrible i, I, I was talking about it. so do you want to save those i i have like five uh, honorable mentions that's okay. a lot right so should we <laughs> no, just stick i have to the like one two three four five six seven eight nine i basically did as many honorable mentions as i did favorites because i couldn't <laughs> fucking decide and i'm still scared about what i chose so what's 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 more entertaining i feel like if we if we throw out our honorable mentions you sort of get a sense of our top 10 but there are also so many housewives that i don't know like i don't know if it can be spoiled i don't know how do you how I do you want to do it i'm like should we just list let's, let's our top 10? Why don't we do why don't we do top 10 starting from 10? We'll do our 10s. Okay. You put them then, in order? Yeah. I couldn't decide. Okay, well you you might have to manufacture You do yours in yeah. order. And then you just give me what your 10 is, okay? okay. Like or and if we have any overlap, yeah. we'll discuss that person and you tell me where they are on your list like okay. after you've thought about it. Okay. And then after we've done our 10, let's just we'll go through quickly our honorable mentions just so people get a sense of who we like yes. outside of the top 10. Cuz okay. I could do a top 20 so easily. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number 10. For me, I had a hard time because it was between two housewives that I love more than life itself. I mean, this 10 is like golden to me. Okay. So I had a hard time, but I'm going number 10, Kim Richards from okay. Beverly Hills. Okay. So for, I do. Oh, do you have her anywhere in your top She 10? was my honorable. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So I love Kim Richards. I think that, you know, <laughs> she is so like just funny, engaging to watch. Yeah. She also, unfortunately, you had to suffer through her like <laughs> drug abuse for the yeah. first two seasons. But I think Beverly Hills was propelled entirely on the conflict between Kim and Kyle, totally. most of it. And then you had LVP providing like all the entertainment and the fun. But Kim is really underrated in how the franchise was built. Totally. I mean, whenever people ask me what cities they should watch, I am always like Beverly Hills season one is incredible Incredible. and that's due to her and i just i love kim's trajectory i love the the, you know she gets over uh her drinking even though she has like uh relapses you know throughout the series but for the most part i love watching kim i love her take on everything i love that she secretly doesn't like lisa vanderpump the entire time because she thinks that lisa (laughs) is like nefarious and doesn't have her best like intentions at heart yeah and there are scenes where like you watch lisa and lisa always has an eye on kim like she's gonna like relapse and she's always worried about like what kim is taking like if kim takes like advil she's like oh what i think i saw kim pop something or whatever like I get why Kim doesn't like LVP. Right. And I love when there's a feud of where I like both of them. And I, but I see what, they <laughs> I mean, see that each Hawaii other. episode is so crazy. Oh, where, with the bulldog? Yes. And they're like sneaking off and yes. they're late. Yeah. And they're clearly just doing shady shit. Yes. Like, and everyone is so mad at them. And remember, Mauricio, it's his birthday trip and he goes, he cheers us to truth. Yes, to truth. It, didn't they go and climb over the balcony to see what they're doing? Because doesn't yeah. Kyle get really worried that they Kim won't be... answer the door? Oh my god, so bad. It's I'm... a very chaotic episode where you're like, oh, this is like genuine addict behavior. Yeah, and I like hate. To, I don't give like I hate to give Kim credit for that. It, but it is like you witness true drug addiction. Yeah, and see the ramifications of it and like to me that like limo ride or whatever that car ride where they're coming off of like they just done like meth or whatever oh no no oh. i was thinking of the one where they're like going to surf or a party or whatever uh-huh, uh-huh. and she's like picking up she something says she out of the wants trash. to have a baby yeah and then they're picking up something out of the trash and it has pure shit on it do you remember that scene <laughs> yeah, yeah they're yeah. like just fully out of their mind yeah and she, she like can't the... find her like shoes or her bag or whatever yeah and then she goes into the bathroom and she's in the bathroom for like 30 minutes or whatever yeah. I was like i don't like she tells kyle that she's like pregnant and yes. kyle's like what the fuck <laughs> Are you talking about you're 50 years old? Yeah. I, I mean, that's, I guess, I don't know. That like propelled Beverly Hills as very it's dark, but true, it's good. dark. Yeah. And, and then we had to suffer, you know, through the darkest shit in the world. God. More Taylor related. Like yeah, Beverly yeah, Hills yeah. starts off on, with really dark energy. Totally. But it's like undeniably real. Yes. But I love Kim's. She almost has a victorious arc overall. Mm-hmm. I think she finally finds that her relationship with Kyle in the show is unhealthy and she moves away. And I think that was good for her. But whenever Kim was there, I was always on Kim's side, especially against Lisa Renna. I love that Kim <laughs> just hated Lisa Renna more than life itself. Let's and talk about the husband. Yes, I love that. And I love how fired up she made Renna. I, I just think that just, I don't know, I was always on Kim's side. And I think okay. she's great. So that's my that's great. That's my Kim okay. ten. Okay. I feel like, is she underrated or everyone loves Kim? Um, I think I don't think that she would normally be chosen in like a pantheon, you know? Okay. Like I feel like I went kind of like basic ish on I went like basic too. Like when if you had like a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Like that's what I did. But did you do your top ten? Your personal Yeah. Well, I it was like to me, like powerful and like 
yeah, there are probably some that other people would choose that I don't like as much. Okay. So yeah. These are all these are all my like personal the ones I love the most. Okay. But I hope that they also portray the most powerful. I think they're, they're yeah. kind of in sync. Okay, who's your ten? Okay. Um, let's see. I'm gonna put um okay, I'll just since I have to figure out my order on the run, I'm gonna piggyback off yours and I this is where I'm gonna put Kyle. Kyle Richards, number ten favorite housewives. Because I got upset when everyone started to turn on her in the recent years. Okay. Because I didn't understand it. Because I don't think she's problematic. No. I maybe some people would consider her boring. Yes. I, I, I sort of do. But I think she's an anchor yes. to what I think is one of my favorite franchises. She's born and raised in Beverly Hills. This is her town. Right. And I feel like everything sort of revolves around her. Like without Kyle, you don't have Kim. Um, she was like the BFF of LVP. Right. Like Mauricio, one of the best house husbands ever. I'll give her that. Their family dynamic was enjoyable to watch. They were a good, solid family. Yes. That I have enjoyed over the years um i feel like her house was home base that's where all those white parties were the limo ride with kim was born out of that um i just like am comforted by her presence and now everything is up in arms chaos with her newest lifestyle choices or whatever is going to happen there but historically i like kyle i like her ties to hollywood I like um, seeing her in the Halloween movies. Yes. I like, um, I feel like she's like friends with Andy, you know, like she's someone that you feel like you could run into on the streets in Beverly Hills. Like she's actively living in Beverly Hills. Like everything about her lifestyle felt real, you know, like she wasn't trying hard to be a housewife. She just like was already there. Like, you know, she's not super like try hard or yeah. overly glamorous or I mean yeah. maybe more so over the years they've all sort of taken Erica's uh yeah page out of her book but right no she is she is very authentic yeah. I feel for the most part I do love her family life exactly like you said the I dogs. like the glimpses of Mauricio I like the dogs I love that her white parties were a foundation she's done things that made me skeptical of her overall opinion on things i feel like she is really jealous in the current era of sutton and treats sutton mm-hmm. like shit and has <laughs> done things that i find very horrific to sutton yeah like pushing sutton around talking shit about sutton making sutton look bad so i'm thinking about her contemporarily yeah yeah um because she's sort of in in some instances very desperate for the crown yeah to be the number one and anytime I feel like she gets to be the number one, she sort of flops or, or is deferential to people. And she basically had to build this full alliance with like Rena and Dorit and Erica Jane and whoever else is in that alliance to like protect herself from the scrutiny of <laughs> just her being isolated on her own. She like whipped up a crew. Yeah. And that made Beverly Hills so bad for so long. So I don't know, but I, I do like Kyle. Like ultimately, I think Kyle is a good person she just wouldn't personally be in my top 10 okay. and she's not even my honorable mention wow. just so you know <laughs> <laughs> i figured that was coming yeah okay All right. uh, my nine 
I just did a last minute switch. Okay. Because I know, because I was thinking about how I'm going to justify it. And the person that I chose, I can justify so much more than my other. Okay. But my honorable mention still stands and we'll talk about that. Number nine for me is Carol. Okay. New York. I gave her honorable. Wow. Okay. So I'm hitting all your honorables. (laughs) Okay. I think that uh, Roni, early Roni was at such a crossroads after season four it was so contentious between the cast members. They absolutely hated Jill. Jill was horrible to production. They had to fire Alex, Jill, Kelly, and Cindy Barshop. Uh-huh. So it was like, it was almost like we need a new cast. Yeah. Like we, we need to reboot this thing almost. I mean, they, they fired four out of the eight or seven cast members. And I think they hit it out of the goddamn park with Carol, Aviva, and Heather Thompson. Yeah. And Carol, for me, was the first time a viewer surrogate uh, worked uh-huh. really well. And I think she sort of uh, is the archetype of a viewer surrogate coming in and being like, what the hell is happening? Sort of like Jenna now is trying to be on Rally, yeah. where it's just like, what is my place in this right. in this world? Who are these people? This is so silly. But then eventually Carol fully gets embedded in the Roni housewife <laughs> There's no way out. Aesthetic, aesthetic. She has some of the most memorable moments about the ghostwriting stuff with Aviva. Um, eventually, everyone tries to target Carol because she ends up through her laid backness being like secretly the most powerful and she has the most like prestige throughout yeah. the entire thing. So I love that like Luann starts to hate her. Yeah. Um, the dynamic with her and Bethany is one of the saddest deteriorations of a friendship that I think I've ever seen yeah. in Housewives history. So for me, I just, I, I also, I love that she's like a writer. I love seeing the editor meetings. I mm-hmm. love that how, how much pride she took in be in that like journalism <laughs> little aesthetic. writer girl yeah that that whole thing she just she was you should a full, read her book i don't think i i don't i don't like i don't want to read about how sad she was when her dad or her husband died it is sad it's, <laughs> you liked it <laughs> i did like it but i like stuff like that i would probably read that next one she did like the girlfriend's oh, right. guide to loss or whatever but yeah i just think that she was a full new archetype that i had never seen and i think that she had an amazing like what seven season run on the yeah. show like she was she's great so yeah i gotta give carol credit yeah oh my gosh i'm just thinking about all the shit with her dating adam oh. and how luann was like you're he's a child he was like 30 <laughs> one of those so, like roni has so many iconic moments that you couldn't even pinpoint because there's a thousand moments that are iconic but i i'll see the meme every once in a while of luann typing to carol her apology and it goes i'm sorry i called you a pedophile <laughs> it's like how do you spell pedophile it's like that is just that was just there like yeah. a, a unsung moment and we already we knew luann's niece because yes. she took her out yeah. to like a rock show yeah. on the show and then that same girl was on um that other bravo show that was basically project runway for art oh okay called like I forget what it was called. It was like work of art or something like that. And her niece was an artist on that show. And I feel like I'm the only one on earth that actually watched that show. But I was like, oh, that's Luann's niece. Wow. (laughs) Do you remember when Carol was just ripping through New York City with that rocker guy that she had to do? From um, Journey? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Or Aerosmith? Who was it? I think, no, no. She looks like the guy from Aerosmith. But I think it was, oh man, I'm going to get it wrong. Guitarist from or bassist from journey possibly i don't i don't know if it was from journey that's it was like a major yeah guns and roses i don't know but anyway i just think i think so she's an honorable mention you don't love her as much as me i mean yeah i don't um i think she's great 
for the show. Um, and I think she's interesting. I just, um, I always have that like resentment, like chip on my shoulder of when someone thinks that they're above the franchise while participating with the franchise, which like we said, you know, you start one way and then eventually you are just completely absorbed by the world and you just have to participate the way everyone else does. Yeah. Um, but I think there were times when it felt like she thought that she was classier or I get it. Like she's like, you women are fucking nuts. Like, yeah, I'm not like you, but if you're on the show long enough, it's like, Oh yeah. You're a housewife baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, and Andy Cohen specifically said in the not all diamonds and Rose, he goes, I've never known a shift in someone like, carols when she started versus when she left the show i had no idea who that person was anymore and um that's crazy i feel like bethany suffered so much from the fallout of that friendship that carol has a lot of friends and carol ultimately just didn't care about bethany enough but that was the first time bethany had had a real friend in so long and bethany was like devastated when that friendship ended yeah that was that was so sad they felt like they were each other's uh comfort person on the show because they were like do you see what's going on yeah. here like they were on each other's level they're a little younger or like yes than the no women, they were you know? they were like perfect like real friends and yeah. i loved it and so that's why it was so sad okay who's your number nine okay um i think i'm gonna say i feel why do i feel like this is a wild card it's not kim zolciak <laughs> i mean uh, i love kim i i love kim <laughs> I do think it's a bit of, well, I don't know. No, it's not a wild card. She's iconic. She has she's a, a spinoff. She's OG. Yeah. She is in the rarefied air of having a full spinoff dedicated to her. Yeah. Bethany. Very rare. Her. Lisa. But even Lisa, you it's you can't give Lisa full credit for Vanderpump Rules as just a spinoff of right. her life. That is right. so about the, you know, right. the cast But her person. legacy lives on. Yeah. Um, I was talking to someone the other day asking if they should watch, like what city they should watch if they're going to start or whatever. And at first I was like, well, I was like, Atlanta and OC are like so old that their first seasons are just like a different animal. Yes. And I was like, because I had just watched the OG's dinner of Atlanta where it was like Sharice and Lisa. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like season one Atlanta. And then I remembered, I was like, Kim Zolciak season oh. one. Oh, right. I was like, actually, you should watch season one because Kim... In her party city wigs, smoking cigarettes and drinking wine in her car, calling Big Papa Getting to buy her a Range Rover. Yeah. Um, tardy for the party. Just her and Nini's dynamic. Yes. So funny. I fully watched Tardy for the Party like the entire time. I'm like the loser that watched it all the way through. So I've never watched it. Is it good? <laughs> I mean, it's like silly. Like yeah. it's a family I, mean, I think show. i would like it i mean i just Probably. i love watching kim and croy it's I, very like you know bubble like filler kind yeah. of just like we're going on a road trip or like yeah. we're going to the casino and like their chef is a character and um it's just like all about her spending and you know they had a great relationship well, I guess yeah. they're still together. I mean, one of the best Bravo love stories. Totally. You see her. Met on camera. She, she she's saw, the guy with the tight ass. She saw his ass. It was like, that guy has one of the best asses I've ever seen. And he turns around and she's like in love. That yeah. is such a beautiful story. Yeah. And they stayed together. I mean, how long has it been now? 
at least 10 years. Yeah, I, I, I do love Kim. I, I sort of am sad that I didn't even put her on my honorable mentions, <laughs> but she is so iconic. And, and her and Nini are the fuel of Atlanta. I mean, totally. they were such the stars that they basically could just fire Deshaun and <laughs> who's the other one? Lisa. Oh, Lisa. Oh, Lisa got another season. Oh, okay. But, but they knew who the stars were. Kim and Did Nini. I call her Sharice? Where did I get that name from? Sharice was no. the one who started Potomac. Okay. But wasn't Sharice on Atlanta and then went to Potomac? I think it's possible. I don't remember. I don't remember. The, I, all I remember about early Atlanta is basically Kim and Nini's, you know, wonderful dynamic. Yes. And Sheree, you know, who's yeah. also great. But Sheree only lasts four seasons or whatever. But I remember, you know, Sheree is... Uh, doesn't invite Nini to her, her, you know, her party or whatever. And Nini's standing at the door and everything. Um, But yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think Kim is so fun. I wish I would have put her on my honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, Just what a unique figure that they are so lucky to have found. Yeah. And yeah. And, and she, and their spinoff lasted like what, like six or seven seasons. Yeah. And uh, I watched one where they went to Italy and she brought solo cups with them and was drinking like $200 wine out of the solo cups. And I'm just like, you're insane. Like that's, you you are, there's something wrong with you. And I love to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. (laughs) And one of the most iconic songs in Bravo history. And to me, I think we've already talked about this, but there's nothing better than the three or four episodes where Candy and Kim go on tour together on the bus. I love it. It's like is one of the that when um, Nini accuses Kim of being a quote slave driver I, to her assistant? I believe so. <laughs> yeah, Nini and Kim also had a great friendship that completely dissolved after yeah. what, like two seasons, and then it could never be repaired. They tried, but it was just over. Yeah. Do they like each other now? It's a good question. I don't know where they uh, stand. Actually, I think Nini in her lawsuit accused Kim Zolciak that she was a oh. recipient of racism. Oh, God. She, what happened with that lawsuit? Did I think, it fizzle? I think it fizzled. Okay. And now I just, I watched the Carlos King interview with I saw Nini, some clips, yeah. And she's just trying to like brush aside that she ever did that. And she was like, I have no hard feelings towards Andy. And she's just like, I wanted fair treatment or whatever. It's like, you can't say you had no hard feelings and then uh, file a huge lawsuit yeah. against them. That's dark. Anyway, so I don't think her and Kim are actually good. Oh, because yeah. they had that whole roaches controversy. The roach. And then, but my favorite is the like iconic Watch What Happens Live clip when uh, Kim calls in and Nini's the guest and she goes, close your legs to married men, trash box. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's an iconic quote. Um, okay. Yes. Okay. So that was your number nine? Yes. Okay. My number eight. Uh, we're at 33 minutes, so I feel like we're doing good. Yeah. We're not like, we're not too long, right? No. Right? Okay. I have to give it to this person. We already talked about her. We alluded <laughs> to her. She is a gigantic presence in the Bravo universe. I am going number eight, Teresa Judice. Okay. I had to put her there. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. Because she is purely what New Jersey is all about. Yeah. And she has sustained New Jersey for 14 seasons. Yeah. Uh, where is Teresa on your list? Um, I well, she's in? on my list, but I'm making up the order as I go. So we'll see. But she, when I, let's just say when I wrote down uh, stream of consciousness, she was number two on when I was thinking of iconic. Housewives. Oh, God damn. Okay. So we, we could have just spoiled your number two. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. I'm changing the order as I go because I just wrote down like who you, like I was like, who do you think of when you think of a major housewife? And I said, someone, Teresa, someone. Right, right, right. But, but that you doesn't, also, that was stream of consciousness order, not a thoughtful you order. You were doing faces on Mount Rushmore. Yes. You were like, Teresa's face is the second yes. one. I, and I, I think I know who your Mount Rushmore is, or at least I know probably two <laughs> okay. of them. Okay, so fine. Well, well, when we get to your Teresa, wherever you want to put her, we'll just, we'll mention it again. But I guess, but we can just fully yeah, talk about it. we can like, talk about it. Teresa, for some reason, is someone where any minute they're on camera, they are inherently entertaining, right? Yeah. I mean, from everything they say, everything they do, everyone wants to be in their orbit. She yeah. was a standout from the very beginning. She got uh, married on the show. She went to jail on the show. Uh, what are the list goes on um, and on. What? What did she say? She got married, divorced. <laughs> Yeah, divorced. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how much credit to give Teresa for just showing things that happened in her life, and that's the point of <laughs> a reality show. But she right. did go through a lot. Table flip on the show. Table flip is the first iconic moment on New Jersey, and it yeah. also comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Teresa yeah. has not expressed her anger at all at, at that point, and then something about. Um, I forget what happens. I think does does Daniel stop tell Teresa to like be quiet for a second? I forget what the pay is. attention, please. Oh right, right. And then <laughs> Teresa fully just arrested, engaged <laughs> nineteen times. She just is so filled with rage. And then uh, Joe, right? Joe has to hold her back. Basically, he, like, I feel like he was like laughing. Yeah, he was laughing. He loves it. He was like kissing her. They probably like majorly fucked that night. Oh my God. He was so turned on by <laughs> Teresa for sure. And then that was the spark. That was the first iconic moment that, you know, got New Jersey on the map. Yeah. And then after that, Teresa held the grips on this thing. Yeah. I mean, it was about Teresa. She... Starts a feud with Caroline Manzo early in the series where she says that Caroline is a white bread Italian, oh, right? Yeah. And that is way too much for the Manzo family to take for it, it leaves them with a feud, I think, the rest of the Manzo trajectory. Yeah. Oh, we didn't I forgot Manzo's had a spinoff. Uh, oh yeah. A three season spinoff that I think was a you know, pretty what much. What was a it flop. called? The Manzo Boys and Their Mom. <laughs> no, it was Wasn't called it like bringing up Manzo or something. It was called Making It with the Manzo boys and their mother, Caroline. Okay. It's a car wash. Do, do you remember Alfie? Yes. What was the... Chris? 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 Alfie, Caroline's husband, that sweet, sweet man. What was the daughter's name? I don't remember. God damn. Anyway. It's been a while. It's... it's there's a reason... Why, well, first of all, there's a reason why, for me, Caroline Manzo is not around. She just did not... She couldn't sustain... It I don't I can't give her credit for being there for what four seasons and then leaving or five yeah. seasons even though I guess we're doing that with Kim Zolciak or, or you did but yeah. Teresa just had to be there for all fourteen years and she kept it consistently entertaining the entire time and she yeah. is she is New Jersey she's why it exists sprinkle it, cookies yeah what she hated them Melissa yeah threw them yeah. in the garbage she yeah. likes pinoli cookies she says ingredients right she says come in yep <laughs> instead of what cumin yeah yeah um what else to say i mean her her feud with her brother is 
what the last seven seasons of this show have been about or what since that whenever like yeah. when Joe Gorga and Melissa got hired in season three, there was so much tension that they they fight in like the premiere episode. The like christening. Joe, the christening. Joe and Joe like are basically at war with each other right from the start. Yeah. Um yeah. And then yeah, I mean I think that just seeing that dynamic over the years has been so interesting and like you root for them to be back together you know eventually but it just seems so like hard and then my favorite moment of all time in new jersey history is the horse the horse um psychologist what is it you know what i'm talking about equine therapy yeah equine therapy i think that's my favorite scene in all of uh, new jersey but i forget i forget if teresa's too scared to hold the horse hoof she i don't remember yeah um yeah uh her jail storyline is amazing um, and then her bodybuilder yes. storyline. Yes. Her namaste era. Right. Um, the namaste era didn't last very long, but. No, it was like two seasons and then she fully like did a Walter White and like just went back even worse than before. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, but she has to be there. Yeah. Good. Major. For both of us. She's okay. on the Pantheon. All right. Who's your, what are we on? Eight? Yes. Um, I think I'm going to do... Ramona. Okay, great. Let me, because I, you know, I went down your list and we saw where Teresa is. Yeah. Ramona is my number three. Okay. <laughs> so I know we'll, you love her. Yeah. So we'll just talk about her now. And then when I get to three, we'll just reiterate or whatever. So, so Ramona's your eight. Yeah. I just, I tacked her on last. Cause I think at first when I couldn't decide she was in my side, but I'm like, be realistic. She's major, but she just pisses me off. So I didn't want to put her on, but, um, she's iconic. Um, so, I mean, we goddamn named this podcast turtle time. I had to put her on. Um, she is filled with, uh, memorable moments. Um, I think a lot of the way that we interpret other characters is how they react to her yes um her walking across the bridge with bethany is unforgettable yes um she just does not give a fuck about what she says or how she comes off um you know it's (laughs) what can i say yeah no seriously i'm thinking about ramona i'm like it's hard for me to identify what i love about ramona and why she's my top three first of all in terms of entertainment I don't think I've ever been more entertained. There's only two more for me that are more entertaining than Ramona. And that's that's um, subjective. Yeah. I could almost make the case for Ramona. She's been there the entire time. She is such a staple of New York that you can't not mention her. Yeah. Everything revolves around Ramona in some way. They all have this love-hate relationship with Ramona, which I feel yeah. like we have too as yeah. we're talking about it. Like I love so many things about Ramona, but she's a complete... Um, there's so much dichotomy, I guess, in Ramona, where it's like you can also hate her because she does the worst things ever. Yeah. But when she's right, you love her because she's completely unfiltered. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, she's responsible for most of the, well, you know, she's a part of all of the iconic moments yeah. of Roni. Take a Xanax, oh my sit God. down. <laughs> I, I, I love it so much. Yeah, you're right. Bethany Bridge, uh, her presence on every single cast trip. She starts the the running to the rooms with Sonia to get the best room. Yes. She starts that whole trope yeah. of, of finding the best room whenever they go on vacation. Yeah. She's a great embarrassing mom figure. Totally. totally. Um, her marriage until it was strong until it wasn't. They were a great historic couple. Yeah. 
Um, I loved seeing always they would show the photos of her from the 80s and her fitness gear. That was always a highlight. Yeah, I love it. Um, um, she she has this playful rivalry with Luann the entire time. <laughs> like where they like Luann and her take digs at each other, but they like love each other ultimately. But there's still some antagonism there too. Yeah. Like she's she secretly dismisses the cabaret that Luann does and yeah. stuff. Like I I do like that there's still some like pettiness between them. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah um even yeah like carol had to be like ramona you're crazy but i love you yeah eventually i think you just you take her with a grain of salt but you end up being on ramona's side for the most right. part like you, you end just, up just have to um accept her for who she is she's endearing yeah right until she ultimately i think became harder a harder pill to swallow as she became more problematic politically uh like we lived in a a fun and ignorant space uh, before a certain time. And then post 2020, she became harder for me to enjoy when she would be at like Mar-a-Lago all the time. Okay. But it's like, what do you expect? uh, Yeah. I, I'm trying to, these, all of these additions are, are based on what I've seen mostly from, you know, hundred percent from the show. So you're telling me that she parties at (laughs) Mar-a-Lago. I, I've tried to turn a blind eye yeah. to that, um, but I understand why that would factor in. I mean, that definitely has validity. If I found out someone was doing something like that, you know, it, it changes my opinion, but I'm trying to base this fully on my Roni enjoyment. Yeah. Um, and But I do think season 13, she was sort of responsible for why Andy wanted to scrap right. this entirely, even though Southern Charm, for some reason, got a pass. Yeah. I mean, you could almost say what Catherine did was objectively way more awful yeah. than what Ramona did with her talks with Ebony. And Southern Charm didn't get fully scrapped. No. So, But Catherine was out. Catherine, but she got another season after that. Oh, okay. So she, no. Well, she, I think she just, more importantly, was like too difficult to deal with. Catherine, Catherine yeah. 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 And I, I, I'm sure Ramona rides that line. Totally. I'm sure she's almost gotten too difficult. But... She's a staple of Roni. All of the best moments of Roni have Ramona in them. And I love her. And she's my number three. So we'll just, we'll harp on that next time when we get to three. Okay. Okay. So is it me now? Yes. Number seven. Yes. I think this is easy to talk about and everyone will know why. Number seven is Luann. Okay. She's on my list. Okay. Where at? (laughs) I would put her. (laughs) I like that your top 10 is not raped. You can just. (laughs) I guess, well, why don't you put her, do you want to, well, no, you can't put her at seven. It's just however you right. feel. I was going to say, maybe I'll put, um, well, no, I'm not going to say it because I think she's higher up. Okay. All right. Well, when you want to slot her, solidify her, we'll just bring it up again. Okay. But let's talk about Luann. Okay. So for me, Luann has one of the best full arcs in terms of her character as a person from yeah. the start of Roni to where she is now. I think yeah. we've talked about this. She starts out holier than thou, the classiest <laughs> person that's ever a- tried to, you know, appear on camera. She couldn't even be referred Miss to her, yeah, by her first name. She's telling Bethany, like, you know, to when call. it's a driver, it's Miss Delaseps. Yeah. Like she could not have been, what's that high and mighty lording over the cast members talking about how day class A everything was. She wouldn't be caught dead at catch if you're taking <laughs> this in contemporary Roni times. Yeah. And then she got so humbled throughout the years. She had 
first in season six or whatever, when they demoted her to a friend of Andy Cohen said that she was so difficult that they just said, okay, we're going to do this without you. You, yeah. you are fully demoted to friend of now. And after that, Luann's hubris was put in check. Yeah. And I feel like around then she became a completely different person. Also the drinking issues came yeah. to light. Her getting What arrested. season did she get divorced? From, from the count? Yeah. I think it was only like season two. Okay. He was, yeah, she got humbled by that. Yeah. The count wasn't I think the count is bad. The count? What are you talking about? The count de la Seps is bad? Yeah. What happened Do you remember that one reunion when... Oh, he's 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 anti-Semitic. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the, t- the time you're talking about? That was crazy. Luann was like, they just kind of skirted right over that. I, that was bef- I, yeah. I don't know why Andy didn't want to like dig a little deeper. <laughs> uh, Luann was like, Luann was like, the count would be so upset if he found out I was dating Jock, right? Yeah, I think so. And, and Andy like, was go- he's goes Jewish. Why? Yeah, Andy goes why? And she goes because he's Jewish. And Andy goes what? <laughs> And then I feel like, right? It's something like that. It's something like that where she just implies that her ex-husband hates Jews. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Right. And they just, yeah, they don't really belabor that point. Was he like a Dutch count? Um. Oh, gosh. This is a good uh, test. So they had, it was the Suez Canal is was what his family his... brought. Right. And that's a part of history that is wow. deleted from my brain. But it was on The Crown. If you watched The Crown, the Suez Canal incident or induction was on that show. Did they say this is the family de la Seps? Yeah. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Whoa, on The Crown? Yeah. Whoa, so they got a shout out. Wow, Luann must have loved that episode. Yeah. I, I didn't realize until now how like um, how there was so much legacy on Roni in the early days, like Sonia, obviously, yeah. with like, the Morgan family attachment. Yeah. De la Seps, Suez Canal. Carol was yeah. like a Kennedy Radswell, yeah. Radswell, like, damn. Like, there was a lot of, like, old history there with that cast. Totally. Um, That's what you want from New York. Yeah. Old so how, money. How do you feel about Luann if this is your one time to talk about her? Iconic, um, especially watching Crappy Lake now. Just, I think I've passed through the valley and onto, because I think for a while, she was a sort of a joke. The cabaret was a joke yes. on the show. And she was a lunatic who, you know, was giving Sunset Boulevard vibes and was just like totally, totally unaware of how she came off. And it was just kind of like weird and sad. And like even when we went to her show, when was that? Like a year ago? Yeah. It was like, this is kind of dark. And now... You thought that was dark? <laughs> well, I let's just say I had to drink a lot to be there. we never talked about this i love that cabaret performance i mean it was fun but like remember then shortly after she got barfed on at her show it's just (laughs) like dark to you though why is that dark that she got barfed on by an audience member because everyone at her show has to be so blackout (laughs) i I just think of that as an indication of how much fun people are having and how people want to party with okay you think it's because people have to get blackout drunk to suffer through her cabaret I mean, are you saying that you don't think that people go as a joke? I think there is. Wow. Whereas she thinks that she is no. a talented star. No, she knows there is irony inherent in this. I think the ratio production. of irony is negligible. 
it's 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 full <laughs> it's fully irony proof if I remember correctly. It's yeah. her doing silly songs that are huge hits in her vein. Yeah, and she it's, jokes about like getting arrested and stuff like that. It's her hits. She answers Q and As, and she's very unguarded. What's that called? She's very open. Yeah, she she makes fun of herself. Sure. I feel, I, but like she, you remember when they were like in Miami and she goes and walks to her poster and is like, here's my poster for my show. Like she had sort of lost it. And all the other housewives, including Ramona, were kind of like, you need to get a grip. Like you're fucking going crazy about this cabaret shit. But OK, wow. I'm conflicted about how to talk about this and I don't <laughs> even know what to say. I even if you build something ironically like, let's say, The Room, for example, uh-huh. your Tommy Wiseau, he gets to take credit and validation. And, 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 and I'm not even saying the cabaret is even close to The Room. <laughs> there is some merit to what you built and sure. being a part of it. And I get the sense that Luann has packed her show filled with irony to where I wasn't... Oh, God. I just hit the <laughs> mic stand. I wasn't watching it, ironically. I fully enjoyed hearing her sing Money Can't Buy You Class. And... yeah. I like the Q&A. I think that she's gotten to a better place, which is what I was saying with like Crappy Lake. Crappy Lake is fully silly. Yes. Like they've finally landed into, I mean, Sonia's been there, but like, you know, yeah. it's goofy. She's taking a page out of Sonia's book, how yes. Sonia has always been. Yeah. So it's like, I'm saying that now that they've fully embraced the goofiness and you can fully just be like, this is so funny and just like yes. not taking itself seriously you can fully enjoy it you can relax yes. in that we're all on the same page right whereas i think over the years it took her a while to get to that understanding where i think it was giving sandoval concert where he thinks he's as good as any other act i disagree I didn't okay. get the sense that Luann thinks she is actually doing good up there, like that this is an award-winning performance. I feel like it has embedded irony, whereas Sandoval is making you watch this show fully as I'm a performer and you should like this because I'm doing good renditions of these songs. Luann had so many moments in the show where she's poking fun at herself, and I think she knows there's kitsch to this entire thing. But sure. maybe it took her a long time I to think finally we finally in. landed in that But I didn't know you had to be zone. black. That's why you were blackout drunk <laughs> at that show because you thought it was so dark. It's just... I remember you being blackout drunk. It's goofy. Drunk. Okay. It's goofy. Okay. All right. Well, so now though you're saying, like I, I feel like this is the, the arc of self-awareness for Luann. She fully yeah. accepted what people like about her, what people didn't like about her. Yeah. Where the cabaret stands in her... In her career and what it means to people and now she is the best version of herself that has been honed throughout those 14 years on Rony, yes right yes but we love her love okay was that your <laughs> that was mine yes okay all but right. she Who, was on my list but i think i'm thinking she's gonna be five okay all right well, well when we get to her we'll just say that was luann <laughs> um okay so wait that was your seven yes so i have to say my seven yep okay well Okay. Maybe I'm going to put, um, I think I'm going to put Teresa at seven. Okay. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, that's great. I mean, Teresa, I'm, like, I think that position is actually good because I feel like I, Teresa's sort of low mm-hmm. on my list for how much I love her, but... Wait, she's what is she? She's eight for me, seven for you. Yeah, and I don't think we really have to talk about Teresa more. Yeah, no, right. No, no. I mean, so I feel like we're going to actually speed up our yeah. time because we've already hit a lot of these people. Yeah. Okay, so Teresa's your number seven. Yeah. Do you want me to do my number six? Sure. Because I feel like there's going to be some overlap here. Okay. Number six, Sonia Morgan. Okay. Who's is she in your top ten? I think <gasps> she's was going to be my six. Oh, good. Okay, so let's just let's have a. This is our six talk. Okay. Okay. Okay, so what is there to say <laughs> that is not instantly inherent anytime you watch Sonia? That is just not why everyone loves Sonia. She is the most, the perfect blend of self aware enough and mm-hmm. funny enough to know when you're playing a shtick in a character yeah. and doing playing it up for people, but also unself-aware to where the moments where like she's screaming over the Morgan letters yeah. or she's talking about her toaster oven yeah. or her businesses or not paying her interns, the perfect uh, balance yeah. of, of shocking, embarrassing, silly, but then also funny enough to justify it. It's like, yeah. it's, she's, she's a, the perfect housewife. It's honestly shocking that she wasn't an OG because she feels like an OG. She didn't want to be. She, okay. she, what's that called? She refused the call. Okay. The hero's journey. Right, she exactly. refused the call. I think it was because the the marriage was on the fritz. Okay. But she was still married to the Morgan man. Isn't she like low key in an earlier episode? Yes. She's at like, I think in, is she not on until the third season? I think she's not on until the third. third I mean, she feels like she's been there yeah. the entire time. But she is like how Dorendo was popping up exactly. at all these events. Like you can see her. But right out of the gate, Sonia just comes out swinging. Yes. And she has to deal with Kelly. Then Simone. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, Sonia is like such a pinnacle of Scary Island. And the way that she handles Kelly just saying, well, now we're just making fun of someone that's going crazy. What does she say? <laughs> something, something like that. And she goes, oh no. And then when Bethany and Luann and Ramona or and and alex all get get up she's like you're gonna leave me with kelly like she doesn't want to be <laughs> she's with like, kelly. don't leave me here with this freak she has a very good read on kelly and um yeah i feel like she was trauma bonded with all yeah. of them from scary island do you think that luann resents not going on that trip 
absolutely every day of her <laughs> life. I was just thinking about how it's crazy that she wasn't there. And I feel like at the time she was like, thank God I'm not there. Oh. And then remember she like gets lunch with like Jill and she's yes. like, I think I'm going to go. And she's like, don't go. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. Jill basically stops it. And then and then also I think at that same lunch you're talking about, Luann goes, oh, were they talking about me when you talked to them? I, I bet they were talking about me. <laughs> what, what did they end up saying about me? Like yeah. she was very self-absorbed at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, Scary Island for me is by far my favorite moment of all time. Totally. House it's undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. So Sonia, anything else to say about the treasure of Sonia Morgan? No, she's just like great, you know, a key into New York. She, every time we hear her talk, she talks about someone else that she's dated historically. Yes. You know, she lived that Morgan lifestyle. She still has that townhouse. It's just so great. Yes. And then also... Uh, underrated, but I think everybody thinks about it, is that how the actual real friendship between Ramona, Luann, and Dorinda, that foursome, yeah. is powerful as hell. Totally. They all love each other, but they can all bicker with each other. They can all get mad at each other. Like, that is a powerful yeah. group of four people. Totally. And they sullied it completely. Totally. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I'm about to pull a Sonia because I need a diaper. I need to pee again. Okay. That's exactly <laughs> what Sonia would do. All right. And that's the hour mark. So that, yes. that's good. And we're back. <laughs> this whole process is making me so nervous. I hate making absolute choices. Is it helping at all to do it a little bit on the fly after we talk about it? Or is it? Yeah. I okay. think I just, it was so impossible for me to do a full 10, 9, 8, 7 countdown. Yeah. That being able to just vibe on it as we go feels nice. Yeah. I okay. hope I don't get left with a bunch of stinkers at the bottom. Just kidding. Who would your stinkers be? <laughs> no, there's not. There's only good ones left. Okay, good. All right, so <laughs> should I do my five? Yeah. Okay. I'm going for it fully. I'm saying my number five is Nini. Okay. Which is she on your, yeah. okay, top 10? Yeah. But you don't know where to place her yet? I think, so I made Blue Ann my five. So um, I think I was going to put, oh, fuck. I'm like, does she crap? crack the top three well i, I was know. thinking i was thinking she would be on your mount rushmore yeah, yeah is that yeah. true so yeah i mean how many are there four mount rushmore four presidents and let me tell you who so they she's are. definitely top four okay okay good okay so she's my fifth i have my top four um what is there to say about nini overall i guess i'll just start by saying i think she is probably top three Funniest, I mean, almost people living, but definitely top three funniest housewives, which yes. for me, humor, you know, I that, that's what I respond to the most. And yeah. that's one of the things I like about people the most. Nini is so funny to where yes. every, almost everything she says is one of the funniest <laughs> things ever. Yeah. And she is so clearly the star right from the start, you know, like we already talked about with Kim, their dynamic and just specifically Nini, they were like, whatever the hell this is, we need her every single season. Like she was just the star yeah. right from the gate. Yeah. No, she's so fucking funny. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And she had a huge breakout. Like she became, she was on like Glee right. and the new normal, like Hollywood like, came calling. Ryan Murphy specifically loved her so much from watching Atlanta yeah. that he was like, I want you in everything. Bottle I it and do. sell it. Yes. Remember that episode when they go to lunch in Beverly Hills? I don't, I don't think I remember that. They, uh, I, I don't remember what season it was, but um, it was right when, before she started doing 
those shows and uh they got lunch together he was on camera and they're laughing he's like loving it and she tries to call tyler perry in front of him she goes i have his number i'll call him right now he's like call him and she calls and it's like oh my god (laughs) and they just like erupt laughing it's like a very funny lunch yeah yeah oh man it's always so sad when somebody calls somebody and then their number has been disconnected but like it's not embarrassing because she was laughing like she was like that's hilarious yeah that's good um yeah her that weird older man that she's dating that gives her the watch yes um, that moment was amazing she still has that watch she 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 talked about on carlos king she (laughs) still has i think she wore it when she's like it's getting weird yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, I think that, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than she has probably the most iconic thing, like catchphrases or whatever you want to call it. Things that she said. Yeah. (laughs) That I think about so nasty and so rude. Yeah. Some of the best taglines of all time. Yeah. Um, she. The ghetto, the ghetto. Yeah. She, (laughs) like everyone basically had to live in the shadow of Nini on that show. Yeah. And anytime they tried to like go after her, I, I mean, I feel like everyone, like her and Candy's uh, simmering feud last the entire time. Yeah. Nini and Candy just do not get along. They do not like each other. And it's like, I guess it's like Marlo and Kenya now to where they just like let each other exist. But anytime they can take a shot at each other, they do. Um, I, so I guess, I don't know, that's a huge component yeah. of what makes Atlanta also, good. Also, Greg that, was goaded. Oh, yes. So good. Um, yeah, she was very open about her family struggles. She showed mm-hmm. everything. Um, I hope that Bryce is okay. She was saying he has drug issues. Yeah. I, I, like, I thought I loved how honest she was on that podcast. She was just yeah. like, I am so numb to this whole thing because he's been doing this for the last 10 years now. Yeah. And there's nothing a parent can do if your child does not want help. Yeah. We can't, I can no longer still struggle, you know, and, and try to do this if he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So I felt like that was, yeah, very sad, but I liked that she was able to talk like that about it. Yeah. Sad. I mean, um, I'm, I just, I'm, you feel Nini's absence. I mean, she is what's missing from Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. If her and Portia came back, I feel like it would be the biggest franchise, you know, in history. <laughs> Again, I feel I feel horrible that she got to the place where she felt like she had to do that and sort of torch, scorch the earth with her and Bravo. I think that doesn't bode well for her ever coming back. But while she was on, it was like, you know, a meteor, (laughs) uh, you know, rocketing. Yeah, Nini at a reunion is something special. Yeah, seriously. Um, (laughs) Anything else to say? I mean, she is, she's responsible for Atlanta's popularity, probably single-handedly. Yeah. Um, she didn't give a shit about who she, um, you know, went to war with on the show because she was so powerful. Her dynamic with Cynthia was so interesting because Cynthia like clearly loved Nini yeah. and was friendship so upset. contract. Yeah, it was so upset any fluctuation in Nini's relationship that was like yeah. sort of Cynthia's anchor. Um, I love when I think eventually Portia and Nini uh, became friends after a little bit of you know issues or whatever, yeah. and I loved their relationship. Um, remember um when nini called sheree's house neverland because it was never going to be built yeah amazing <laughs> amazing and, you could tell uh andy cohen had such reverence for nini oh, yeah. and loved her she talks about how in the early days of watch what happens live she was called all the time and <laughs> she thinks that she was you know very responsible for watch what happens live watch what happens 
live yeah. popularity yeah. at the start because they were relying on Nini because she's so open, vocal, and funny, you know, about everything. So yeah, she has <sighs> to be she has to be on a top ten list. I mean, for me personally, and I think if you were just gonna do an all time objective list, she would be on everybody's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I feel confident to put her at number three. So we'll get there. Okay. Um, she was your fourth. I think, no, no, no. She was my fifth. I have four coming up. Okay. Um, should you, you want to do, uh, okay, wait, okay. Cause Luann was my fifth. We already talked about her. Oh, okay. So it's my fourth. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm solo alone and I I think oh so I'm at my I'm Mount literally Rush- scared. I'm at my Mount Rushmore. This is yeah. this is mine. <laughs> Number four, Vicky. Okay. Where's is Vicky in your top ten? Dude. She's in my Mount Rushmore. She is? Yeah. Top four. OG of the OC. Oh good. But I thought we were talking about Vicky and you didn't like Vicky very much. She also like Ramona pisses me off, but she's iconic. Okay. Good. Okay. So <laughs> So I, I'm I'm different. She personally, I personally love her. Yeah. I personally think she's an amazing housewife, and also I I know why her place in history matters. So it's like it's both for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, so who is she in your? Uh, she was going to be my next one, so oh, we could okay. just talk about it together. Okay. So <laughs> I mean, I get she's controversial, so maybe we should justify what's to love about Vicky. Do you want me to go first? Sure. I think Vicky is completely underrated by everyone as a housewife, even by Andy Cohen. She is, I mean, I say this about every time I'm justifying a cast member, but she is the fuel of the OC that perpetuates the entire series because of what she was willing to show on camera, her family life, her relationship with Dawn, Mm -hmm. um, her relationship with her children, her business. Like she encapsulated Every or she she showed off every aspect of her life and was able to be entertaining, funny. Yeah. I think Vicky is secretly just very <laughs> funny yeah. all the time. And um, generally, I like her takes on everything, almost like Kim Richards, to where if she's fighting with Tamra, I'm on Vicky's side. Mm-hmm. When she didn't like the newbies, I can sort <laughs> of see that why she is you know jealous of her position on the show and she's being antagonistic towards them but and then you know i don't know for the most part just i love watching vicky i think everything she does is is pretty entertaining and it's only when her and tamra and shannon felt threatened on the show and the newbies when they got sort of embarrassing to Mm -hmm. watch but i can't fault them for that i think it was just their desperation to to continue to be entertaining on the show yeah just got to a point but overall I love everything about Vicky and I even can, uh, I can even in my mind give her the benefit of the doubt on the Brooks cancer scandal and uh-huh. say that I don't think she was involved enough in that thing. Yeah. And maybe at a certain point she started to realize it, it could have been a scam, but it was too late and she didn't want to be embarrassed. But I think for the most part, Brooks took her for a goddamn ride <laughs> yeah. and she was innocent. No, I don't really think she was like in cahoots okay. with him. A I lot think... of people just fully think that she knew the entire time. No, I think, yeah, I, I think she was, uh, I, you know, similarly um, to like Erica Jane, which I think Erica Jane's more sinister than Vicky, but like, I think uh, denial can get you pretty far. Yes. Of just like being like, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I just think that she she just kept that treatment on its own and she just trusted Brooks. She didn't really think about him. I mean, it was it was obviously a horrible choice because even 
if Brooks wasn't doing this scam, he was an awful person. Yeah. He never said it, said one thing that was like engaging, fun, interesting. He was just like this black hole of he didn't do one thing remarkable the entire time he was Girth on the show. Brooks. Girth Brooks, awful. Everything you heard about him was awful. He'd get drunk. He'd treat people like shit. Whatever. Yeah, Brooks. That was that was just Vicky and a love drought. You know, totally. she was she was suffering love from tank empty love tank. Totally, she was suffering from what she did to Dawn. She's still like we just talked about <laughs> last week. What she did to Dawn was horrible, and she still regrets it. I can't um, believe she didn't know what she had when she had it with Don. Yeah. Everyone in the world knew that he was the best. I know. He's he, one of the best house husbands. I'm so glad that Vicky was in your top four. I thought I... I, <laughs> I have reason, respect for the OGs, okay? And you personally love her, though. I love to watch her. I think um, it got, again, less fun when she started to sort of shut down. And something that happens to almost all OGs where they decide that they're bigger than the show or better than the show and that they only need to participate on their own terms becomes hard to watch and I feel like um back in the day when she was just you know the main attraction um seeing her at her insurance office wheeling and dealing remember Lori just worked for her and then later when Lori marries that rich man and he sends her a car as a present Vicky's like you're the luckiest girl in the world. Because Dawn isn't like doing anything <laughs> for her. He's just at the house, like taking out the garbage She's or the whatever. She's the breadwinner. Yeah. Um, I, you know, when she goes and visits Michael in college oh. with the beers, oh, that's I, iconic. I've, I've never been more sad, I think, for someone <laughs> in all of Housewives franchise history than when the way Michael treats his mother. It is awful the way he I treated her. I get it, her. though. You do? She... Why did she think he would enjoy that? Because she thinks she has this full <laughs> rose-colored glasses. She thinks her son would love a surprise. He could have handled that, obviously, so sure. much better. He makes her cry in front of all of his friends. I mean, she shouldn't have done that, obviously. That that took it to another no, level. No, but... she is so... She is too much. Like, her kids have to have such boundaries with her. Otherwise, yes. she'll eat them up. I, I find, like Sonia, that her balance of self-awareness and non-self-awareness, or what's the opposite of self-awareness? Like, not having self-awareness yeah. is perfect. Uh-huh. She can be embarrassing and lame and do stuff when, you know, and then she can also, she knows what's good about her. She can be really funny. I love her business um aspirations i love that she always loved koto insurance and she never yeah. left that yeah like all she's focused on is just building that empire yeah. and she's now michael is like rich as hell like yeah. she, he got the runoff he from made his business. the uh, right choice joining her oh for sure yeah and he he tried to like you know not do it and then eventually he just came crawling back yeah and it, well it seems like he uh has f- like forged his own path he lives in san diego he yes. can probably do it from down there maybe he yeah. opened a branch down there um but yeah, like I feel like also a lot of, even though you hate Tamra, I think that Tamra catapulted Vicky, like them together sort of like made bo- each other shine because Tamra caused so much drama with Vicky. And I feel like lots of Vicky's like outbursts and like getting upset were based around Tamra, which I think were iconic moments of yeah. them like screaming at each other. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the way Tamra treated Vicky... I think caused a lot of yeah horrific outbursts from Vicky and made for good TV. I think I'm thinking of 
I, I don't think I already said this, but Vicky has the first, I think, iconic moment in the OC with the minivan thing in the yeah. first season. That That is the iconic the family moment. Family van. People, yeah, family van that people point to. Also, I remember their trip to, where do they always go? Puerto Vallarta? Uh-huh. Is that where she has a house? Andales. Yes. Like, the first time Vicky shows all of her partying when she's, like, basically, like, upside down, like, yeah. you know, doing tequila shots She did, like, four shots on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> and she was like, I feel great. <laughs> I want to whip it up. And Andy, I feel like, has, hasn't has been drinking as much on the show. But with them, he was like, all right, yeah. fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. Her, her, like, her actual whoop it up instincts are pure. Yeah. And I love when she just wants to party. Totally. Like, yeah. So, Ugh. anything else to yeah. say? Yeah. Um, I'm I mean, try- I'm rolling all the clips in my mind. Um, me too. I-, I can't even remember all the specifics of the Bunko first. Bunko parties when her mom dies. Oh I mean, that's really God. sad. But that's, like, a crazy moment. You, I mean, there are not very many instances where someone has had their reaction to that tragic of news and had it, you know, yeah. preserved forever. It is, I mean, I, I don't think I'll be, ever be able to watch that It's again. really sad. Um, Megan warned me because, you know, I only watched all of OC like within the last few years and she yeah. was like, get ready. I mean, this is like rough. Yeah, and that's at is, Shannon's house, right? think so they're all just having a party and it just like happens out of nowhere yeah. she had no idea yeah she like didn't have service it was crazy oh man um, but yeah we've gotten into how her daughter's husband is a demon and i don't like that um, oh oh one of the most underrated or like not talked about scenes is how awful he treated lydia's mother i mean that should have her been sweet glitter mom that should have been two seasons worth of drama if yeah. they had actually if lydia had stayed on the show i feel like lydia was for her mental health didn't want to be yeah. on but he like he like had a full-blown what <laughs> ptsd breakdown on yeah. her mom and treated her like shit he called her a bitch it was terrible he, it was off and it's all like off mic or, or off camera yeah. but on mic it was like horrific no i feel like they really should have gone in on that harder like because brianna kind of stayed on his side yeah. at the reunion if i remember correctly like the, she does and and vicky stays on his side too it's, she, whack. It, it's it's the first time ever i thought um that she was in the wrong what, yeah. what's what's vicky brianna yeah I, that's the first time brianna like i i love brianna the entire time but th- when she when she defended the indefensible with her husband he had a full-blown talk about ralph maniac moment no he it went, was horrible Horrible. horrible to someone who's the least deserving i know oh, i love sweet lydia woman. too i should have put lydia's honorable mention i love <laughs> lydia i think she's so good on i the mean OC. specifically just for when she dressed up as charlie chaplin that's <laughs> the most important moment yes. she ever gave us okay so vicky okay. did we do vicky I, I think we did vicky justice right yes okay and so then i already put nini at number three so we already so talked I about think, her i think we know our top two i because i know i know for a fact i know they for a have fact to be I know for a fact. Now it's the order though. So, okay. So I know who you put. I know you're one and two, I think for a fact. So now we're going into my, I said Ramona is three. She was your eight, right? Yeah. Okay. So we don't have to justify Ramona anymore. We just have to justify why I put her so much higher. And I'm not going to do that. I already articulated why I love Ramona so much. And I could vouch for why I think Ramona is better than all of the cast members. And yeah, so she's my, she's on my Mount Rushmore. Okay. 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 So do you want to do, you want to say our number two at the same time? Because I think, I, I think, 
oh my god i'm so afraid you're gonna go i'm so afraid you're gonna go tamra and i'm gonna be like what the yeah. hell okay. i kept her an honorable okay so let's let's just do our two out loud you want to our number two can we do okay. a three two one yeah okay three two one lisa but- vanderpump <laughs> did you did you say yours oh because wait are you deciding that what your one and two are you should have made that decision. <laughs> Did you do? Yeah, I it's, think I. I mean, we know who the other one is, then, right? Yeah. Do well. Right? Let's let's keep it. No, let's keep it as a guess because there might be people listening. I don't know how you could, but there might be people listening who don't know. I us swapped enough to know. the order, but so maybe we, let's just agree. Let's just. I'm just going to move it because I was so on the fence. LVP. It was between LVP Lisa, and one other, so I'm going to put her number two. Okay. Okay. Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> I really. You don't like a lot of these where I feel like they are almost self-explanatory. Lisa Vanderpump is the is what every housewife franchise would want when they are casting oh my God. the show. She is unbelievable. It just, it it's like a ch- wet dream. It, it gave me exactly. It gave me chills. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It honestly just sent a chill through my body about thinking about what the casting director. I mean, found. since you're a casting person, yes. like you like writhe around at night imagining what if we found this magical hey, woman hey hey, hey. So, yeah i did see this casting tape the other day i don't know who it was it was this british woman who came over from london she's married to this british guy who's a restaurateur she has a dog named jiggy she's actually really funny in every way uh like like she she's like gorgeous yeah, she, yeah she's rich as fuck right like funny as fuck amazing way with words the, probably the most clever wordsmith which which is a sign of being clever like yeah. one of the smartest craftiest housewives yeah. up her humor level not to step on your toes but uh, nini no. her and i think our number one yeah are the funniest objectively funniest yes. housewives like where they could all be comedians lisa yeah. lisa you wouldn't want to see her do comedy but like, right they they have the that level of humor to where yeah. they could be just comedian could be their sole job if they wanted it to be yeah so um no lisa is like since we've been talking about obviously vanderpump so much we've thought about her a lot and i truly still can't get over that they found her and that she was so down to do it because usually you know i mean i guess she did have a a sort of tiny acting career way back when so she did uh express interest in being a star she was yeah she was in like a music video right they always, yeah they like that a black metal and music video yeah. and then i think she was on like a soap or there's some footage of her in like a bikini but, on a show or something but, but this was what she was made for totally Just let us see her life and the cast of characters that populate her life and that she befriends in yeah. her universe it's like it is like a wizard of oz portal that you went into and you're like there is a person that lives like this and this is their life and we get to see it. And she was so clearly the sta- the star of that franchise that after that, Kyle just has to basically befriend Lisa and hope to God Lisa stays her friend. Adrian Maloof can't stand Lisa after that. I mean, they all after that get completely jealous of Lisa. Remember um, how um, Adrian's chef hated Lisa? Bernie, one of the most evil. Always eye rolling. He, he is him and uh, Lisa's house guest are the oh most, God. two of the most evil people in the Bravo universe. It was Bernie and what was her house? Her, her, um, her, Fre- Frederick. Fred- is that his name? Uh, Frederick is sounding semi right. He he is probably the one the most- that pretended that his mother was a prostitute in France yeah. and left him on a curb. They they started hanging out. 
those two. <gasps> Ber- Bernie is I think is it Bernice or Bernie? Bernie I started Bernie. going uninvited to Sir parties to like <laughs> confront Lisa. He also talked shit about her, but would never say it to her face. He was just so jealous of Lisa. It was really that was weird. fun to watch though. Yeah, like, it was fun she to watch, would but... be you know come into the house at, while they were having a party. He'd be like, oh, "Is it that Vanderpump woman?" Yes. I think he I think he's like psychotic. <laughs> and then and then I. I I forget her house guest. Man, I, I think it's maybe maybe Frederick. He did them so yeah. dirty. Oh my I god, mean, the fallout with that. Yeah, remember what? Didn't he come unannounced to a party too? Yes, I think with Bernie. Oh my god! You know he got invited by Brandy. He was friends oh. with Brandy. He was doing that thing where he befriends a new cast member and yeah. like tries to sell Cedric. dirt. On- Cedric. Oh my god, I knew it was more evil than Frederick. <laughs> Cedric and Bernie were two of the most devious villains in Beverly Hills history. And Lisa just, Lisa attracted all the horrors that like when someone get, who gets catapulted by fame, yeah. all the hangers on, all the jealous people. Yeah. Um, Remember Ken was always like, Cedric's got to go. Oh yeah. Tell him he's got five days. Cedric would go, Ken, are you sure? And he would just be hanging by the pool the entire day doing nothing. He was nothing. like the true trope of like having a pool boy. Oh, oh totally. It, oh, I mean, what an interesting dynamic, but I knew that uh, Cedric was pure evil. Yeah. And he really showed his true colors finally. Um, well, I mean, there's nothing to be said about Lisa that we haven't <laughs> articulated a hundred times. Yeah. The funniest, one of the funniest housewives of all time, the most inherently interesting to where you could watch her in a a room by herself and she would entertain the camera with anything she does. Yeah. One of the richest, presumably. One of the richest. The, the, I mean, talk about spinoffs of where you had so much entertainment in you that you had to go outside of your franchise to create yeah. another one. She created the biggest spinoff franchise of all time, Vanderpump yeah. Rules, and she is so integral to that, especially for the first four seasons or yeah. five seasons when they had to be at the restaurant. I mean, no one is going to even bat an eye that Lisa is our number two. Yeah. It's just, she is the yeah. Mount Rushmore. I told her- you, I've told this story on the pod before, but when I saw her at the airport pre-Housewives, but once I already knew who she was, I've never, like I would have noticed her Anyways, mm-hmm. like she just exuded the the star quality of someone an eccentric, fun person. Yeah, she you, looked wealthy. She looked glamorous. She had jiggy. It was yeah. I was like, who is that? I was gonna say. Well, first off, on to promote this episode, we should do if if we have Photoshop skills, we should do a Mount Rushmore of our top oh, yeah. four because I think they're in there. Oh, yeah, and then. Lisa would be holding Jiggy for sure. Yeah. She would get Jiggy encapsulated. Yeah. Or, or, or like um, he would also be built into the rock. Of yes, Mount Rushmore definitely. With her, I think. Totally. I, I'm so excited that our number one is actually the same. I can't believe it. And I only heard you whisper it. So I don't know if it's fully <laughs> true, but I know I know it is because I know the reverence we, we Yolanda. have for this person. <laughs> I like to have fun, but I don't play games. Man, I, I'm kind of sad that Yolanda's not even in my top ten. But I gave her a honorable. Yeah, she's she's she would definitely be an honorable for me. So let's just say it. I, if if there's someone listening, I want to know if you're a little turtle cutie and you listen this whole way and you're go and you're saying who is their number one. I want to hear from you because I'm terrified that like what if somehow they're not the same. You if you had not mentioned this person, I think I think I would be. Just if you're like this is an honorable mention, I, 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 it could be. I don't. I, I don't know who I'm missing, but let's let's just say it. Okay. Let's go three, two, one. Let's say it. Okay. Three, two, 
one Bethany. Bethany. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. We. It's okay. I'm so glad. Okay. I almost. I think I knew that that was the answer, but because she's so annoying now, I didn't want to give her the crown. But who are we joking? I. I don't. I don't find her annoying now, but I understand what you mean. <laughs> but I also. You have like a huge. Um, buffer uh for annoying women yeah <laughs> more than me <laughs> and like we will not ramona and we will Bethany, not and we Vicky. will not parse that any further it's <laughs> that is something that's just about a part of me and we won't talk about it so i understand totally the lisa bethany one and two the yeah. reason why i do you want do, do you mind if i go first yeah, yeah, just yeah. to justify bethany number one I'm watching Bethany uh, getting married and yeah. Bethany Ever After. That show is so is good. It, so, and why I think Bethany is number one. So first of all, you can talk about her arc on the show. Yeah. You could talk about her rags to riches story. Yeah. You could talk about her relationships. Also, the fact that she had a spinoff for three seasons that she was fully the face of. There's no. This isn't Vanderpump Rules where there's a cast of characters that are even more vibrant sometimes than Lisa. Bethany is the anchor of that show, and I swear every single scene, Bethany is so funny yeah. on it, killing it. Yeah. And the cast of characters that are in Bethany's orbit that she finds just organically <laughs> throughout that show yeah. is like it is the best spinoff of, yeah. of any i mean i no, haven't seen so party good. for the party you know so i can't say that kim's yeah. but i assume bethany no, is better bethany getting married and bethany ever after it feels like such a gift like yes. you're like i can't believe we get this like it's so premium it's like it's not like a spinoff like i feel like tardy for the party is fun but it's like ancillary yes it's like sure why not I'll whatever and crappy lake is kind of like that too where it's right. like it's fun but it's extra right Bethany ever after you're like oh my god like we get more access to our favorite yeah you saw the most tumultuous <laughs> three years and busiest most chaotic three years of her life yeah. and it's all there yeah and and I just think as a cast member the fact that she is that entertaining that, that she could justify a show fully on her own and I love it as much as anything yeah is just a testament to how amazing Bethany yeah is and I mean, now we can get, I guess, more granular or whatever. I think Bethany is, I think I actually would give Bethany hu the humor level. I think she's actually funnier than Lisa. Like okay. just, just generally, yeah. I, I just think Bethany has the best sense of humor more, yeah. I guess, in line with what I consider just like <laughs> 10 out of 10 yeah. jokes. Like she can make anything funny <laughs> off yeah. the cuff, completely, um, sporadic, all of her just like sporadic, uh, I don't know, aside. Which, or, yeah, like she is sort of voice of reason. So she's always doing commentary. Yes. Like Lisa is more, you know, has quips and it's a little more close to the vest. Whereas I feel like Bethany was like, what's she going to say about like, we need her point of view to yes. like thread through yes. what we're watching. Like yes. she was the viewer's voice, you know, the yes. Greek chorus. Um, You know, she has a brain she's also eccentric but compared to like ramona or luann <laughs> like remember when she goes uh, luann gives her shit for driving a skinny girl car yes. and she's like that's the point you dumb drag queen <laughs> and you're I, like, ah! <laughs> I, I i mean bethany can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anyone and annihilate them yeah. she's the best in feuds she is so sharp it, yeah like, she can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with ramona and leave ramona decimated completely right um, oh my god when she uh she did go a little too far when she made sonia cry about the cheater brand 
That made me sad. Yeah, I, I, Bethany was just really pissed, and I fully understand it. Sonia had to cry in that moment, unfortunately. <laughs> Bethany, you go toe-to-toe with Bethany, she either leaves you crying or leaves you... Don't you don't want, if you mess with this bee, you better not miss. That is a very true tagline. <laughs> and I and I think, and Bethany is not overly antagonistic with people. She doesn't no. start from a place of hating people. No. She usually she gives the limit. She gives people the benefit of the doubt until they cross her. And when you cross her, like... Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Oh my God. Her presence on Scary Island, even <laughs> and pregnant, she's pregnant and tired. And she still slays. She slayed the shit out of that, that scene. Also, we can't it can't go unremarked that her business... The rags to riches element of her. Bethany Bakes. Yes. From Bethany Bakes to where you see her in a Vons or a John's. Yeah. And she's going, please eat my cookies. They're free. And no one gives a shit no. about them. And then you see this brand get built in real time from start to finish to where it's sold. Right? For, For like a hundred million. hundred million dollars. She's the first one to have a business business that just fully killed it yeah. first one i mean we have to just say bethany claus bravo bethany didn't claus. take one penny no she like deleted that from the yeah. contract because yeah. she was like you're only paying me seven grand for this whole entire season yeah. which i'll take but you're not allowed to she, take she pulled a tim tim gun on that one yeah. she wrote that shit out of the contract which was probably the best business decision ever imagine like how much money she would have lost if she didn't tons she also her like this is stuff that you don't give her credit for. You give her credit for how she dealt with it, but she had to deal with a horrific divorce from Jason. Yeah. You see the entire... Who turned out to be a demon. The entire trajectory, and you can see little glimpses of Jason's red flags if you watch the first season. Yeah. And then the two, the next seasons, you just watch their relationship just fully, what's that called? Just crumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in shambles. Yeah. Um, she um, gave everything to to Bravo. Yeah. On that, on the spinoff, her... Um, like nannies are so funny. Oh, everyone. I know that we personally are obsessed with that food blogger guy. Yes. That she has on. Um, like she's like building this show with these characters that just the way she interacts with them are is so entertaining. She, she finds this guy, Sean, who is the wedding planner, who which he's just interesting <laughs> and their their uh, relationship is is so interesting. She finds that the little um, assistant, Mark or whatever, oh, who's yeah. really, do you remember him? He's got spiky hair. I don't yeah. know. He's like, everyone in her orbit ends up being more entertaining because Bethany is there with them, like yeah. a, a sparring partner yeah. or an improv partner. Yeah. And um, yeah, like we discussed her and Carol's relationship was interesting to watch. Um, she also, to a less successful degree, I watched her spinoff uh, with Frederick, uh, the oh, yeah. million dollar listing spinoff, which I didn't enjoy as much because Bethany is good at a lot of things. I personally think she has terrible taste yeah. for interiors. Um, I hate it. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, it's crazy how much money she has. And like, yeah, to just have watched it from the very beginning where you're just like, love her. She's my favorite. And then to see her break through to the point where now she's just like, she sold only the liquor part of the brand yeah. for a hundred million. Right. So like she still has all those other businesses and yeah. then like a ton of real estate. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's crazy. It's yeah, I, I, I guess it's like I, I feel like it's apparent, you know, self-evident why Bethany is our number one. I'm glad she's our number one. Yeah. I'm like glad we could rally around Bethany. I think, I mean, yeah, what else is the, she? I mean, did we talk about her eating all that seafood uh, on TikTok? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like, I like all that. I, yeah. I, I think Bethany is very self-aware. 
So I just wish there's something kind of depressing about her. I know that I think she thinks she's empowered by running her own, you know, everything being on TikTok and, you know, that's the modern way and whatever. And then she has her scrappy podcast where, you know, we've discussed there'll right. be like 30 minute episodes right. or whatever. Right. I'm like, there's something kind of depressing where I'm like, just go on TV again. Like if you want to be filmed this much, just like go on TV, take their 5 million or yes. whatever. And stop, stop making, replicating like the premises of other shows, like the beat, the, the shot, the big shot. What oh, was right. That, that was awful. Night. Did you watch that? Yeah. But it was just like, she, she <laughs> wanted to have a, um, apprentice type yeah. show. And then with the real reality, sh- or what is yeah. it? Uh, she wanted to have, you know, those type of shows. We just want, I just want to see Bethany's life and see the stuff that she gets, gets into. That's her at her best. Yeah. She's just, her life is what's interesting. Not the, the ways she's trying to, I don't know, create, offshoots of her brand i think she's just good just entertaining watching what she's doing yeah i know i always think about because she posts about you know she's doing does all those skincare reviews and then um she's obsessed with watches like she just is like covering all these different topics and in my brain i'm always like she's such a know-it-all and then i hear her saying in my mind maybe i know it all right and i'm like ah you're in my mind (laughs) yeah like she has a rebuttal to your criticism then there's mention it all I'm trying to think of all of the funny things that she's said over the years, but yeah. I mean, she almost transcends quotables for me. Like, yeah, like she does have catchy things, but I think that almost 90% of what she says is just witty and fun that she yeah. doesn't even really, she doesn't have to have a thing that you're like, Oh, that was funny when she said that that one yeah. time, like almost everything she says yeah. is, you know, catchy yeah. and quotable. So there was a, uh, did you send it to me? Um, someone did an impression of her eating the seafood in uh, her hotel room. Oh, oh I didn't. I didn't. And uh, someone, I don't remember the comedian's name. It was, she was very funny and very accurate, but she basically like had all the lingo down where like Bethany almost like, I think I've said this before and I don't know if this is offensive to say it feels like someone has Tourette's, but it feels like she like can't help but make a word play. Yes. Like she cannot not. Yeah. And there's a moment when she gets the seafood bag where it's like shrimp, crab legs, like corn on the cob. And she's like listing it out and she's like potato. And she's like one potato, two potato, three potato, four. And you're just like, she just like any connection she can make to an existing phrase. She'll always like bring it in. Well, I think, (laughs) I think that goes to her being entertaining. Yeah. Like she knows for 20 seconds that just listing foods is not going to be entertaining. So if she can make a reference or try to be funny, she'll inject that 20 seconds with a little Bethany joke or reference or wordplay. I just think that's just a testament to just how entertaining she is, no matter what she's doing yeah in those tiktoks or whatever yeah yeah so but yeah i mean jokes on me i watched i've watched every spin-off show she's ever done i've listened to her podcast i watch her tiktoks every time they come into my feed me too she's on a rampage against uh, tj maxx right now have you been following that no but I'll, i mean I'll, i'm interested <laughs> she bought um manolo blonics at tj maxx uh, on sale and someone commented that um they didn't look right and so oh. it turns out that there's a scam at stores like that, not just stores like that, department stores too, where people buy an expensive brand and then return no, a fake. What a good scam. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That scam is awesome. Oh my God. Return, return fake knockoff. Yeah. And then shoes. get the refund and then sell the real ones. 
that's the best <laughs> one of the best scams I've ever it's heard clean. of because it's clean. because the people who are checking your, they your don't give a return shit. they're like I don't know what the hell especially is at TJ Maxx right maybe at like Neiman's or something they'd be more like what the hell I'm gonna start doing that <laughs> it's not illegal right <laughs> um, that's amazing yeah I, I I listened to the Jill and Bethany the two podcasts they did oh yeah I'm like Bethany is. I mean, I can listen to her talk about anything. Yeah. She has good takes. She has strong takes. Yeah. I don't care if they're wrong. <laughs> I, she has strong takes. Yeah. I, I love hearing what her takes are because I trust the person behind it and I love hearing what she has to say about anything. Yeah. I will say every time I've ever rewatched that moment when her and Jill essentially break up and like, who was asking? I think, was it Andy asked maybe Sonia or... Luann or something like do you think that they would have mended their friendship if she would have come upstairs isn't that yeah. or like they like wouldn't get on the same page remember wasn't it that Jill Bethany was downstairs and Bethany was going to come up but Jill was like I don't I don't like being surprised yeah and I so I she was not like prepared with what she had to say yeah I mean that's a real that's a real detriment of Jill that's yeah. the right word that's a re- that's a disadvantage to Jill's personality that she couldn't have an off-the-cuff moment without right. having a rehearsed thing right. that she wanted to say to Bethany but yeah I mean I think that that could have been repaired if she would have had that conversation yeah because it all felt very dumb like it was like not worth it at Jill, the time Jill will not admit this but Jill was doing a bunch of shady shit behind yeah. the scenes she was jealous of the press that other people yeah. were getting she said that she wanted to be on like Bethany's spinoff and that right. she wishes that she could have had a place whenever on it. Bethany would get an opportunity Jill would be like why don't I get that why Be- when Bethany got the talk show to take over oh, she was yeah. like oh I just wanted to be like the guest on it every single week I just <laughs> want Jill was trying to say it as like an endearing way she was like I just want to be a part of it every single second that you're doing it like it's endearing or whatever it's like jill is no one has been as desperate as jill that i've ever seen and andy has like straight up said that jill was like the most high maintenance housewife yeah Yeah, he said she was awful to production and they fired her because she got so awful and then we just saw that 10 years later she's tanking roni legacy by demanding (laughs) as much money as as luann and sonia for roni legacy so oh my gosh when you just said the talk show it reminded me of the part when they moved to malibu uh, on Bethany ever after and like do the show from LA and I'm like there's so much I know I, I need to get to, to that I just I'm at the very end of the first season of Bethany getting married which is like you see their honeymoon you see the birth of Bren yeah like oh it's so good peanut okay so, so fun we want to do quick just like who we left off that are yeah. in our, like um let's I'll just, I mean I'll just say I mean maybe if you have okay. you know a couple so Portia, yeah, I feel is very underrated, and uh, I love her. Yeah. I, I just couldn't. I, I think she would have been eleven for sure okay. on my list. I think she's so funny. I think she's a great cast member. I miss her now that she's off Atlanta. I guess we don't yeah. have to justify anything, but yeah. I just wanted to make a special honorable mention for Portia. Yeah, Portia and Phaedra. Phaedra for me. Phaedra. Phaedra is honestly rivals nini and being funny yeah like she's so fucking funny. and she still has it if you watch ultimate girl strip season yeah. two she is still there's so much talent there that bravo just can't have on there because candy will not film with her anymore you're really missing oh, out right. on phaedra yeah um, dorinda yes i put a star next to dorinda because she was like i felt it felt wrong to leave her off the top yeah. 10 yeah I, I feel bad about it too i want to make a special carve out for brandy okay you don't have her in your honorable mention. <laughs> I considered even. it, but um, 
I just she didn't make the cut. Okay, but All right. I get I, it. Brandy uh, to me was like a a dynamite that was thrown into Beverly Hills and everyone had to act accordingly and either <laughs> suffer her wrath or be your best friend. Yeah. And I Especially think Brandy's, with the broken leg. Yes. That was amazing. And I think Brandy's one of the funniest people that's ever been on Housewives, especially Ultimate Girl Strip season two. She still has it. Yeah. Um, and then less so, but I think Kenya should be remarked on for how powerful she is on Atlanta. Yeah. Candy. I can't yeah, believe yeah. Candy's not I in put either. Candy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, she's an honorable mention. Yeah. Candy, I could, on a different day, I could almost justify Candy being my yeah. top 10. I She's just she, so like middle of the road that it's like, I think she gets maybe underestimated because she's not like outrageous yes. or particularly funny or anything. She, She's just like. Yeah. She's almost that MVP utility totally. player that we talked about where it's like, she's always good. She always has the right take, but she's not the, the star, yeah. even though I guess you could consider her the star of Atlanta. Right. But mm-hmm. there's something that why I didn't, we didn't put her in our top 10. Yeah. Um, and then these are to a much lesser extent, but I just think special note for me for Sutton on Beverly uh-huh. Hills, I feel like she is the best cast member they've had in five years. Yeah. I mean, her and Garcelle for sure, but I just think Sutton has a very unique energy yeah. and is an archetype that they haven't seen on Beverly Hills in a really long time. And then Emily Simpson okay. on OC. Nice. Just, you know. That's good. A little bit of merit there, I nice. think. Nice. Um, I put, <laughs> this is such a, this is like the last bottom of the barrel. It's you, and it won't be as fun because you haven't watched it, but this is a toxic choice. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> she's canceled, but I put down Leanne Locken because she was raised a carny. Okay. And I just think that that was like a one in a million find and right. she's a freak and okay. I think that's interesting, but she's problematic, but I just, she was never going to come up. So I just thought out of left field, if I could think of the most random one yeah. I could think of, that was it. Okay. But also, um, I did put Yolanda because I think her, um, what she lent to the show cannot be underestimated. Totally. And I, I do feel like she's underrated. She is exactly that, that, you just put they're there they're for the most part entertaining they're yeah. neutral they can be the bridge between people like yolanda is so great brought us david foster yep. who's like a huge like star in, monster you know total shithead but yeah. like that brought them to like all those dinner parties where they'd have those like oh, performances yeah. where and, they're like, singing camp town races because yeah. it's a copyright <laughs> yeah. copyright free song camp town races do that and he'd song. be like don't sing oh my god uh, and obviously the hadids yeah and muhammad yeah, Yolanda, like guess- that was major and uh, like that house was insane like the maybe one of the wealthiest yeah i also love when rena when the munchausen rumor comes yeah. up yolanda just obliterates lisa rena oh, about yeah. that like like yeah no one has ever um, fought harder. Well, I, I don't know. It was just like, Yolanda is like, you don't want to fuck with Yolanda. Like when she no. gets mad, I would never want to be. But she like near. never raises her voice. No, but she was so pissed at Rena when that Munchausen thing came oh, out. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yolanda's great. Yeah, it was sad that she went down like that because she kind of just like didn't have the energy to fight anymore. I know. Or like to do anything. Yeah, it was such a sad end. I hope she's doing better now. I, I think hope. so. I think she like lives on a ranch with like Gigi. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but yeah. Um, so are those all yours? I also wrote down Tamara, but no, come don't on, have... no, don't, don't <laughs> let me. I, I I am so bitter on Tamara, but don't let me. You you should. Well, justify I just her. think she's important, and she's such an OG, and like I do think she is like a cornerstone of Orange County, um, like 
she kind of i want to say almost that she has rags to riches in a sense of just like (laughs) (laughs) rags to riches to rags well yeah just mean like you see her life go in so many different directions like she's not stagnant you know like she got divorced like crazy shit with her son um she like meets a new man which is like even though i don't like eddie it was like a nice romance i like that we both don't like eddie (laughs) it's like what's wrong with eddie (laughs) i know i I really he's like off-putting to me yeah um but like when they first are like get engaged and stuff it's sweet he like they're in like bora bora or something and he puts the ring in a clamshell it's cute yeah um and like she I like her mom. Like, there's just like a yeah. world there that I, I like. I'm sure people listening would have been like Tamara's top ten, obviously. So it's good to. You know, She's make just the like case. a big part of it, and like her connection with like Andy and like the like universe of Bravo, I think is yeah. strong. And like now she has that podcast. Not that like we need to honor housewives having podcasts, but like she's like a relevant yes. housewife voice. Yeah. Um, wow. So and yeah. So no Potomac. And then I've yeah. never seen Miami and Dallas, so yeah. I couldn't even add anybody there. But I doubt, you know, well, I don't know. I, mean, maybe I kind of, I, I was almost like not going to say, I, I think an honor, like an asterisk, asterisk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I personally, again, I know it's toxic, but I think that Erica Jane ushered in something new. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think she like, whether it was good or not, like. She changed the game on what housewives wear. She put everyone on their toes. Is that the phrase? Yeah. She got everyone, all their haunches stood up. <laughs> yeah. they, they were like, whoa, this like, is a definitely a this new bitch? energy. And she had that alter ego. The alter ego, her old ass husband, which was that like the first, because that's such a trope of a Beverly Hills quote bimbo but, marrying an old man. Yes, but there hadn't been that. I don't, I don't think yet. And Erica was so untouchable at that point that they could yeah. barely even talk about it, even right. though it's obviously such a... Because it was, like, obvious that that was going on, but she wasn't a bimbo. Yeah. Also, like, you can just... You can sense Erica's power. Like, you would yeah. never... like. She's, Yolanda. like, scary. Although she was much sweeter in the early days. Yeah, Like, when she hardened. got brought in by Yolanda, she was kind of just, like, nice and chill. Yeah. And then she got... Uh, what did she say? She goes, people tell me I'm cold, but that's not ice. It's diamonds. <laughs> That was a great Erica Jane. Yeah, Erica Jane, for me, I don't want to honorable mention her, and she's not in my top 10. I don't think there's been a lot of growth with Erica Jane. I don't yeah. hate her. I don't think that she was a part of the scheme with Girardi. Yeah. I think that was fully him, 100%. Yeah. But I don't think it's as fun anymore. Yeah. But like at the time, I was like, what do we have here? True. She she <laughs> sent she sent everyone like a shockwave. And I think cast. people were like threatened. Remember when they go to her show in oh, like totally. San Diego and they're all like, oh my God, like well, they, what they, is this? They tried. I mean, um, Dorit <laughs> tried. PK tried. Everyone tried. Yeah, when PK was like, "I saw your Pikachu." Oh my! Yeah, that was a good PK. Um, when oh my god, when when Eileen barely even talks about her son, and she's like, "If you ever oh talk my about my son again, I will kill you right now." Yeah, her son, the cop. Yeah. Um, um, th- but yeah. Okay, that was good. I mean, this was it, this was this was fun to know your top ten. But I feel is like this we, episode even longer than last week. Yes, we had a lot of overlap, which yeah. I'm surprised and happy about. I wonder, like. I wonder statistically, I feel like statistically there would be a lot of cultural overlap just as everyone agrees 
on who the greats are. Yeah, but when I say something like, I love Vicky, I'll get comments like, oh my God, I can't stand her. Yeah. I hate Vicky more than life itself. So I think this this might not be set in stone. Yeah. This might be like- Well, like objective. I said, like anyone that hates Vicky, I understand, or Ramona, but I'm like, you have to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, and I give all their credit, and I'm not just putting <laughs> them on just for their legacy. I'm saying I love these people. Do you want to just quickly run it down and then we'll end? Sure. Okay. For me, number 10, Kim Richards. Who's your 10? My 10 was, uh, let's see, um, Kyle. Okay. Number nine for me, Carol Radzwell, (laughs) or as Luann calls her, Carol Ratsville. (laughs) That was my number nine. Radzy. My nine was Kim Zolciak. Okay. Eight is Teresa. Eight was Ramona. Okay. Wonderful. Seven is Luann. Seven is Teresa. Okay. Uh, number six, Sonia Morgan. Same for me. Okay. Uh, number five, I'm going Nini. Okay. I went Luann. Okay. Who? Oh, right. Okay. I am. Uh, number four is Vicky. Same. Wow. Number three for me, this is a huge switch. That's Ramona for me. And then. I did Nini. Nini is your yeah. three. And then we're lockstep <laughs> and smoking barrel. Number two. LVP. Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump. Number one. Bethany, Bethany, God Frankel. damn, Beth, look, look what Bethany had to overcome. That much <laughs> talent, and she is our number one. I know. It's just undeniable in that, like, New York is, uh, is that your favorite franchise? Yes, yeah. by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 for me, the holy trinity is, is New York, Atlanta, and New Jersey, and I okay. feel like Atlanta and New Jersey could fluctuate. Okay. I, Beverly Hills makes my, it's like borderline my favorite. Yeah, I, I think we've talked about that before. I just can't not discredit Beverly Hills for having six boring seasons because okay. I just hate Rinna and Dorit. Not hate, but I just dislike their yeah. performance on the show so much. That- no, it definitely, I when I did my rewatch, I think I've said this before, but Dorit, I don't even not like Dorit, but the second she gets there, it's I think season seven, and that's when it starts to that's- blow. That's the flop era. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a combination. But it's very of, strong until then. Of Rena. Yes, it is. But it's a combination of Rena and Dorit. They both reinforce the fake and authentic aspect of the show. And Erica Jane gets to do that too. And yeah. then it just becomes so artificial and boring. The first seasons were wild. Really good. Yeah. Really good. All right. Well, okay. this was this exercise <laughs> uh, fruitful for you? I think so. I think now we have that baseline knowledge. Yeah. Moving forward, we can, you know, yeah. use our, you know, what we, yeah. each other's favorites are. And, but yeah, let us know in the comments if you agree, disagree, who your top 10, list your yeah. top 10 in the comments. I was just going to say that, please, this little turtle cuties i want to i want some feedback on this episode first of all if you hated these rankings who you love your personal top tens but also if you like this turtle time content where amy and i are not so tied to the topical shows and just do one-off you know things that can stand the test of time yeah I, i don't know if you like this as much or more let us know did you like this episode while amy is away in new york and this is what we had to do just let us know please yes um I, th- I had a good time though. Me too. It was fun to know. Uh, yeah, it was so fun to land on Bethany, and I love the <laughs> overlap we had. So yeah, that was I'm great. glad that you held me to it because I was like, "Am I really going to say LVP is number one? I don't know if I I'm know. being honest." And, and Bethany versus Lisa is like like two titans. Yeah, like you can barely make that decision. They yeah. are like neck and neck. And yeah, I'm glad we called it for bethany all right love it we love you little turtle cuties thank you everyone watching on youtube this was fun and we'll see you next week amy will be back and we'll have a episode where we talk about 
you know, we'll be back on the Roni train. Hopefully it's good by then. Hopefully Roni gets good. I don't think it will, <laughs> but it possibly could. All right. We love you. Bye. All on the piano. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.